Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Okay. Is that my echo? Oh, stop it. I have not one original thought today. I was going to say what you say. Do you know what? Do you remember after um, one of your friends said to me, like, do you do that on purpose? Copy everything, copy things that people say. And I was like, yeah. obviously horrified. My sister said to me yesterday, she was like, uh, I don't think she's listened to that episode, so she didn't hear me talk about that. But she was just like, oh, do you know that sometimes you just like echo what people say? And I was like, oh, no, I know. So it's a thing now. And now I notice it all the time. So it's a complex. It's a complex. So I noticed myself doing it this morning. My friend was saying something to me. And you know when you know you're not listening hard enough. Like you know you should <laughs> yeah. be paying more attention to what they're saying. And I just wasn't and I knew it. And they were telling a story and in the story someone had said to them, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry." And I just looked at her and I was like, "Oh, don't worry about it." And then I was oh. like, God. That wasn't that wasn't my time to come in, but I just wasn't giving it a hundred percent, and I felt so bad. I was like, she was like, uh, okay, and then we just sort of brushed over it. But can't be the only one that does that. But I, you know, when you're really trying as well. I was like, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I've lost you. I've lost <laughs> you. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Do you know what? Actually, I've got. Is it just me? Is it just me that? asks questions questions that they are very much interested in the answer to but doesn't necessarily listen to the answers i know you do this do i you? know you do this because sometimes you ask me stuff and i'm like she doesn't care she doesn't give a fuck she's not gonna listen to the answer no but the thing is is that i'm interested in the answer but for some reason before i know it the answer's been and gone Irrelevant. And I'm like, I agree. And now I don't have the answer, so I want to ask again, but I can't ask again because then I have to admit that I just didn't listen the first time. But it's like, I've definitely, I think my family are quite good at communicating that. Like, I think I, for some reason, when I think of that scenario, I can picture like my mum or my sister saying, "Oh God, sorry, I wasn't listening. Can you say that again?" So I feel like that must be something that happens in my life a lot. But then for some, the memory is like just, woof. It's so, like, it's so bad. I hate myself when I do that because I do it all the time as well. Or just, just don't quite listen. To be fair, yeah, my mum is exactly like that. And literally when I'm telling her a story that's any anything more complicated than like five seconds long, I'm like, mum, mum, right, stay with me. Come on, come on, come on. 
So my friend's boyfriend, and she's like, okay, my, your friend's boyfriend. I'm like, yes, yes, you're with me, you're with me, you're still with me. Is there anything more embarrassing in this life than when you're telling a story and you know that the person you're telling it to has lost interest? Oh, that is mortifying. That, oh, that yeah. makes me, because you know you've got to finish it, but you, or, so like you'll be telling the story and then like a waiter will come and then everybody starts ordering. Yeah. And you're kind of like halfway through, so you kind of want to carry on, but you know you've lost the crowd. Do you know what? That actually happened to me the other day. And I was telling what I thought was a really good story, like genuinely a very funny story. I don't know, maybe I'll tell it one day. And maybe I'll listen. Yeah. And then the waiter came, like just before the punchline, you know, of the story. And then when the waiter left, I was like, Surely they're gonna ask me like what happened, and they didn't. They just they just carried on with something else, and I was like, okay. <laughs> but you didn't even oh, get no. to the good bit. I was all prepared and like lined up. It was all teed up, and it just. Do you want to tell it now? I never got to hit the ball. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm scarred. Oh my god, that's so funny. I, also, on my walk this morning, I was aware that I was halfway through a story, and we would enter the coffee shop when I was still in the early throes of the conversation and yeah. I was like I can't carry on this story when I get in there because I'm going to have to stop and order it <laughs> why do I, I think so much <laughs> god you're right it's so crushing though speaking of thinking too much the girl who sent a message that we read out on Monday's episode about us she was basically like stop being embarrassed about like being a human yourselves like, <laughs> like dissecting the very like the banalities of life um and she sent us a fo- she she heard the episode and sent us a follow-up email um which was really sweet and now i feel a bit bad because i can't remember what we said but i think i was a bit like oh whatever now i feel bad but anyway it was a sweet it was a sweet email no i think everybody feels bad now i think she feels bad i think we feel bad <laughs> yeah. she, she said she said an email that she didn't realize it was only when we read it out that she realised that it could have been interpreted aggressively. But obviously we interpreted it aggressively because we're terrible at taking criticism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So obviously we took it personally because it's us. <laughs> That's so, our jam. Um, but I wasn't insulted by it at all. I actually thought it was really funny. Yeah, and, no, me too. Um, and she, she, the blessed, she's really humanised herself in the email by talking about her own experiences with being embarrassed. And I just find the human condition so amusing and exhausting in equal measure just like fucking hell we are we are a lot we are such a lot such a lot (laughs) like i just don't imagine other creatures like suffer like we We are such a lot which is why we have so many is it just me entries like Boa watches me as she takes a shit like she does not break eye contact (laughs) like and i as a human adult like can't even acknowledge that i'm going for a poo whereas she like stares me down i'm like imagine the confidence she's just like well you know i'm just doing my normal thing like if i didn't do this i would be okay the reason that they stare at you while they poo is because that in the wild is at the time that they're most vulnerable. So they they, they hold eye contact because they're trusting you to protect them oh. whilst they're at their most vulnerable. And you're like, ew, pooing, you're but gross. I just no, 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 I'm kind of fascinated by it. I'm like, who's going to break this stare? I'm like, I, I can literally see like poo coming out your bum, but okay, like this is nice. Do you know, one of, one of my like favourite moments is when you came, you and Alex came to my flat um 
you and Alex came to our flat and Betty, I don't know, Betty got so excited to see you. She was just a bit hysterical all over the place and she ran into the living room and you were you were in the hall but there was a door through to the living room so you could see her. She ran into the living room, ran to the other end of the living room, turned around, locked eyes with you, squatted and just did a massive shit. All the time, no break of the eye contact. I was like, wow. I was like, hello. Maybe it's you, Em, because she never maybe it's you maybe it's a thing with you maybe they just yeah can't take my eyes off of you (laughs) (laughs) they love me oh my god great that's my superpower brilliant yeah like, well, what, some, oh my god. some people can read minds some people can fly and then there's me who just dogs like maintaining eye contact with me whilst they what shit what a win you can speak French and I can watch dogs <laughs> shitting. At least you have good hair, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not today. I was actually going to um, heat this curl it tonight. Oh. But I you thought I was seeing you in the morning and I, I thought maybe you wouldn't want to see me if I... Did. Let's just go the whole nine yards, honestly. We might as well at this point. Just rub it, literally <laughs> rub it in my face. I will literally do that tomorrow if it looks good. So... Is it just me? Oh, by the way, actually, for anyone who wants to submit their own, is it just me? Please email the podcast email, which is should I delete that pod at gmail.com. Um, so, Em, I've got one for us. Is it just me? Oh, straight in. No foreplay, straight in. Is it just me who feels really uncomfortable about their boyfriend having a female friend? This isn't me being a crazy, jealous girlfriend because we're in a very loving and committed relationship. I trust my partner completely. So I guess this is why I am struggling to understand what it is that makes me feel so uncomfortable. Is it because we are programmed to see other women as a threat even when they aren't? Or perhaps it's just the principle of it. I have male friends, but I wouldn't text them all day, every day out of respect for my partner although now I have said that out loud it sounds like I could be in the wrong for having my own personal morals and standards and expecting others to be the same and now I'm thinking about it more why do I even feel like keeping a certain distance from other males is a moral standard I should uphold is that in itself a problem if anybody is going to help me make sense of this it's you guys oh that's troubling that's very concerning <laughs> i mean i, I love agree. i love your confidence in us but please also get advice elsewhere it's misplaced <laughs> yeah it's very misplaced and misguided <laughs> so i have and always had a lot of male friends i have female friends too obviously and i love my female friends but i've always my two best friends are boys um and like were during school and they yeah, I mean, like, I went... Tra- like, actually, when I first got together with Alex, we'd only been together literally, like, 20 minutes. I packed up and went travelling with my best friend, Tom, and we went... Literally spent every night together for, like, three months. We went to... He's from South Africa, and we did this amazing drive, and we were da- we were together. We camped together every night for, like, three months. And actually, at the time, I didn't think anything of it, because I think if Alex had had a problem with it, I'd have been, like fuck off like this is my friendship and you can't come and like claim me but now sometimes I think back and I'm like that was incredibly trusting of Alex that I was like hey so I'm enjoying being in a relationship with you but right now I'm just gonna go and get in a car with this guy for three months and I'll see you (laughs) when I get back I'm literally gonna sleep in a tent with him every single night and like love you bye I don't think we'd even said I love you yet and I was like (laughs) it's actually so weird when I think back to it but I think like that's kind of the boy when I was first getting together with Alex it was the boys that like helped me write the messages to him like so like they're a very big part of my life and I never kept my friendship with them separate from Alex like I always wanted 
him to be friends with them as well, which he what is now, and yeah. they were both ushers at our wedding. Yeah. So like they've become his best friends as well. So I come from a slightly weird place in the like I've been very lucky that my friends became our friends. But I think I would have struggled if at the beginning of the or at any point in the relationship, Alex had had a problem with me being friends with Tom or Charlie because it's a sign of a lack of trust. But there was something you said in the email about how he was messaging her all day and all night. Yeah. And that is kind of weird. Yeah. Like that, that, I mean, I, it's kind of alarm bells, isn't it? Yeah, because unless, I mean, even if I was texting anybody all the time, Alex would be like, what are you doing? Whereas as it stands, it's normally you I'm texting all the yeah. time. And I'm like, oh, we're just having a breakdown. No biggie. <laughs> and, you know, like there's normally a reason in this day and age you're not really I don't I don't know but for me I'm never really like having you and I had a chat on whatsapp last night for the first time in what felt like ages because I feel like normally whatsapp's pretty messaging these days is pretty means to an ending and if you want to communicate with somebody about yeah and if you want to talk to somebody about life you kind of you either deal with a crisis with them on the phone or you call them or see them. So if they're yeah. kind of just like communicating all the time and they don't work together, then maybe that's a bit weird. I think that's a bit weird. If, if that's right, if that's what, if we're reading that right, that she wouldn't text them all day, every day out of respect. For, if that's what he's doing, I think that's weird. Yeah, because I can't think of anybody that I'd be texting all day, every day. And like, I was thinking about like the communication that I have with those, with my best friend, my, my boy best friends. I mean, Charlie and I say memes. Normally it's just love of hun memes to each other. But I don't think Tom and I have texted in eight. I mean, that's just us. But I mean, but then I can't, I don't know if Alex would have a problem with it. I don't know. And you know what? Interestingly, his best friends are girls. His best friend Katrina lives in Florida yeah. and he FaceTimes her all the time. And I've never yeah. questioned that because they're like, in my mind, they're just best friends. His other best friend, Gina, um, he texts her, but with Katrina, he's on the phone to her all the time. This is like, oh god, it's so co- it's so context dependent, isn't it? And I wish we had more details. Um, has he been friends with her for a really long time? Is she from like school, from uni, or just like he's just met is her? She at going work? through a hard because oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do her? you know her? Is she your friend too? Is he really texting her all day, every day? Do you know what this is? I I. I feel like I'm not even best player because Dave doesn't really have many female friends. He's got any. me. He's got me. Ow. He's got you. <laughs> He's got you. But I he doesn't wish. Re- yeah. And all my male friends are now gay. Interesting. So yeah. I don't have any close male friends that aren't gay. So I don't think we've ever come across... We've, we've never had that obstacle in our relationship. So Yeah, yeah I don't... It is. It is difficult. I think you need to work out like how you feel about this person because there may there may be if it's one girl that he's been friends with forever like I sometimes felt weird about Alex talking to Katrina all the time not because I was jealous but just because I didn't know her because just the way that our lives were she moved Alex grew up in Ireland so I hadn't really met her I'd only met her a couple of times and then she actually moved to Florida and married a guy in Florida which was just crazy so I've literally I've met her like in real life, probably five times, which is crazy because we speak on FaceTime all the time. Or oh, Alex speaks, she's in our house quite a lot because like, we'll speak on FaceTime. And, you know, and at the beginning, I was like, I need, I need to get to know her just because it's a big part of Alex's life that I'm not part of. 
if that makes sense. But it was never from a jealousy perspective. It was more like, I just want to get to know her. Which I think is so normal. Yeah. And I think that's something that Alex thought about my guy. So maybe you need to get to know this girl and say like, okay, this is what you, you're such a good friend of my partner. Like, let's all go out for dinner. Because Sarah as well, my best mate is Alex's best mate too. And we have a really weird friendship where like Sarah lived with us and was just like part of our relationship for like two years. And now it's like, she still is like, it's and that's really weird. But like, so maybe you just need yeah. to like create that, you know, find something common that you have in, find, sorry, find something that you have in common with her, like find the common ground, spend some time together. But if she's kind of being like, no, and he doesn't want you near her, then I would say that's weird. Yeah, that red flags. I I get the impression from this, I don't know for sure, but I get the impression that she hasn't spoken to her partner about this. Um, hasn't spoken to her boyfriend about this. I don't I feel like she hasn't um broached it. And my feeling is that she probably should and that he would be understanding and he probably like, if he hadn't thought about it before, he might be like, oh, hang on, having taken a step back, I can totally understand why that might be a little bit uncomfortable for you. And then he can hopefully give you the reassurance or like he can do things, like put things in place to make sure that you're more comfortable with it, like making sure you get to know her better. So the girl said, the girl feels weird calling her girl, um, but she said, I'm struggling to understand what it is that makes me feel so uncomfortable, but I do think it's just normal. Like, I do think it's normal as well. We are pitted to, like you, exactly like you said in the entry, we do, we are taught to compete. And all those stupid friends, like, and films, and, I can't, and I'm going to, literally, I could say any name, and it's probably a shit rom-com from the early noughties. But like, and I don't know if this is a film, but it just sounds like it would be like, My Best Friend's Girl? Is that a film? I don't right. know. There's, there were <laughs> yeah, so no. many films about like, or When Harry Met Sally, sorry, When Harry Met Sally, fucking love that film but I hate the messaging that men and women can't be friends and I think like that is and actually if we want to get all feministy and deep about this let's go it stems from the fact that that men don't respect women enough they would be friends with them it stems from the fact that men would only see women as sexual objects or yeah like like something that they can get something out of and they wouldn't respect them enough to be friends with them in a capacity where sex isn't involved and I've always found that really frustrating because I've always had friends that are boys and again you can get into the whole pick me thing of girls at school who only were friends with the boys and she wasn't friends with the boys because she was kind of a bitch or whatever and there is that as well which is complicated but I think like generally speaking of course boys and girls can be great friends and the but the trope that, that we've grown up with is that women are jealous and I don't necessarily think that that's inherent but we have we are taught to be and so I don't think you're wrong for feeling like you're feeling and once you slip into a dynamic in your relationship that's the dynamic that you're in it's not your fault it like, I was lucky that that wasn't something that Alex and I slipped into but we could have done probably or you know th- these things happen and once you get a little seedling and then you sit with the seed and then you're a bit tired or you're a bit insecure about something it's really easy every bit of insecurity that you feel in your life you're just watering that seed and then before you know it you've got a fucking apple tree in your stomach and you're like ow this is horrible <laughs> then um yeah. yeah see I Al's right I'd say address it with your partner try and get to know the girl and if that and you'll know because your gut's right if if he's weird or she's weird you'll right. know alarm bells yeah yeah, yeah. but massive that was a really good you. point that was a really good point you made there actually that in media especially that male female friendships are always romanticized like always, always. 
Always. And it's so they annoying. They always end up together. Yeah. Because I think, like my, like, my best mate Tom, I went travelling with, and I say this with a lot of love and also full confidence that he is never going to listen <laughs> to a podcast episode. Not... Not a modicum, like absolutely <laughs> not. To the core. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Uh, and love you, Tom. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> there's just no way. And people question yeah. this. My mum questioned it for ages, and she's like, "Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" I'm like, yeah. Like we're literally just best friends, and we've always just been yeah. best friends, always. And it, so I, I've watched all those films with all the context of my real life experience with a friendship that I just would never ever ever sexualize and it's really annoying because of course those friendships exist yeah of course they do like Alex and Sarah have the weirdest relationship Alex and Katrina have a brilliant actually me and Alex have more of the opposite friends probably than the than the other friends like yeah, yeah, yeah. he has more girlfriends and I have more boyfriends maybe or equal yeah. But then we share a lot of friends. So there you go. It happens. It does does happen. happen. It exists. They exist. Platonic male-female friendships exist. So yeah, to this girl, don't panic. Chill. Talk to your boyfriend. And if you've got bad vibes, trust those vibes. Yes. And you're not crazy. I hate when, like, I hate when women make themselves feel like they're crazy for having these feelings because you're not. There's a reason for feeling everything. Yeah, for sure. And so, oh, I had someone say the other day and I can't remember the quote, but it was good. It was like, keep your heart open and your ears to the ground. I thought that was quite good. Nice for a magnet. Oh, did I just make that up? I don't know. Write it like... down just in and case. Anyway, I'm going to write this down. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, hit me. Have you got Have you got any? Okay, yeah. A couple of layers to this. And I think the first half is going to make you feel good. Hi, I'm Alex. Alex. See, that's what we said on Monday's episode. There are some words that are just weird. Alex, your name, weird word. So is Alex. M, actually. Very. Just M. Why is it just M? Why has it got an E? Stupid. Anyway. Hi, M, Alex, Daisy, and Amy. <laughs> that was so formal. Um, have to say, I love the pod. I listen to you girls on my drive to and from work. I honestly feel like I'm in the car having a chat with my best mates. Thank you for being amazing. Oh. Thank you. Honestly, I'm feeling really like Thank sorry you. for myself this week. So that's helps. Um, jumping straight in with Alex's cooking. Is it just me? It is definitely not just <gasps> you. I am <gasps> not a fan of cooking and I'm pretty bad at it when I do try. I love food, going out to eat, trying new foods, but actually cooking a meal is just not fun for me too many things to think about get one ingredient measurement wrong and the whole meal tastes like shit it's too much my boyfriend actually enjoys cooking so we have an agreement he cooks I wash the pots works for us Al honestly I am 100% on can't cook island with you and then because she's the best she's given a little something for me at the end Um, this one's for you an embarrassing mistaken identity story 
favourites. <laughs> I have two younger cousins and we all went to the same high school. The youngest one had joined that year. I was in the corridor during lunch break and saw my cousin, or so I thought. So I walked up behind her, put my hands over her eyes and said, no. guess who? <laughs> Silence <laughs> followed. I quickly removed my hands. And as she started to turn to face me, I realised this girl was not my cousin. Could the ground swallow me up? I quickly uttered, oh, sorry, thought you were someone else and walked as fast as possible in the opposite, opposite direction. Needless to say, I've never done a guess who again. Hopes this makes you both laugh as well. That, the physical element of that, takes it to a whole other level that it me really and Jen does. didn't have. It's just extremely violating, isn't it, to put your hands on someone you it's, do not know. It's so intimate. <laughs> Especially to take away one of their senses, you know? <laughs> it's so true. You're like fully debilitating them. Not only are you like, yeah, you're encroaching their personal space, but you're fundamentally blinding them. <laughs> and then making them do mind games. Like, how cruel are you? Oh, God, love you. That I would die. I would die. I would now that, die. something. I would, I would literally die. Some things we do make them more embarrassing than perhaps they need to be, but this is so fucking embarrassing. Yeah, that is like... <laughs> God help you. Undisputably mortifying. You know what? I think it's quite a good rule to have. You know, she just finished that thing off and just said, like, I haven't done a guess who again. I'm like, fair. Like, it's actually, that's quite a good life rule <laughs> yeah. to have. I just, I don't think guess who's are a good thing I've, I've, I've never enjoyed being guess who and I think it's you're right it's because of the loss of one of your senses you feel very vulnerable and I instantly get yes. defensive and kind of angry so something that's supposed to be like nice and endearing <laughs> I'm like get off and then I'm like touching El- the hand I'm like who is it get off fuck off yeah exactly ah attacker <laughs> stranger danger poof push <laughs> in the face um yeah it's not for me I don't like to be surprised no. in that capacity no, no, I don't. It's too much. It's too much. It's it's too sensory, you know, like, please don't do that. <laughs> also, don't come up behind me. I don't like that either. I don't like surprises. I don't like scares. I don't like shocks, you know. No. I'd like you to text me 30 minutes before I'm about to see you so I know that it's coming rather than guess who, you know. Okay, noted. <laughs> so if you see me out and about... Feel free to message and then 30 minutes later. <laughs> to make your approach. Fuck off. <laughs> Who's got the time? Who's got the time? Also, Al, imagine you received the message and then you've just got a 30 minute wait knowing that someone is staring at you waiting to make their <laughs> approach. That would be horrific. You're sitting in prayer. You wouldn't trust anyone. You're waiting. You know someone in there is about yeah, to make worse. their advance and you just don't okay, two know minutes. who it is. Two minutes. <laughs> two I'd like back, minutes. I'd like back it's myself so up. It's so extreme. Like, you're <laughs> like back ready myself in up half into an corner. hour. And they'll be watching you for half an hour just doing fuck all. Yeah, no, I take that back. Apart from being on edge that they're on the way over. Okay, I take it back. That was objectively wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to ambush you tomorrow. I'm going to guess who you because you won't know where I'm coming from. I might come Please from the don't. sky. I'll jump out of a first floor window. I will land on your shoulders. <laughs> I might do that thing where, you know, when someone touches you, then they, they get electric shocked. Yeah, but you can't do that on Actually, purpose. No, and you get electric shocked for touching them. It would be worth it to give you the comeuppance you deserve for shock for frightening me. Have you got a taser? <laughs> you, can't plan a, you can't plan a static electric shock. That's premeditated. That's okay, sick. Right. 
That's great. That's 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 okay. violence. I don't. I don't. Okay. We do not Please don't condone want to that. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't report me. <laughs> electric shock you. It was, a, it was an accident. <laughs> I was like there, like rubbing, like rubbing a balloon against her head for ages, <laughs> like scuffing your feet along the floor. <laughs> you know, you right. So you get the message, and in the thirty minutes following, you're just there frantically rubbing your arms, <laughs> charging yourself up, trying to so, find and a they make their so I can approach. borrow a taser. <laughs> oh, yeah, I touched. Oh my god, I touched an electric fence once when I was about ten, and I shit you not, oh. I flew up into the air. I went back about six foot. Oh, is it bad? Because I always wonder if it is actually... Do they just say that to, to no, deter no, no. anyone Some from... Some of the... Well, it depends. If you go to, like, a like high-security prison, yeah, it's pretty bad. But, like, if you touch, like, chicken coop, for example... You know, my mum rescues her chickens, and so yeah. she has to put... Because the fox comes, so she has to put, like, an electric fence around that. That's fine. Like, you can touch right. that, and it's like, oh, Like, it's not... I mean, and I'm exactly one of those people, you know about my lack of impulse control... There's something fundamentally yes. wrong with me. Every time I see an electric fence, I'm like, I wonder. I've touched so many <laughs> deliberately just to see what would happen, which I think is how the other one happened anyway. So the um, the chicken one, fine. But then I touched one on a walk once, like a countryside walk. I think it must have been like a house, uh, a house one, like a horse or a cow one. I don't know. Like a bit, okay. like not chickens, like livestock, big, big animals. And I touched right. one of those and I, I swear to God, it was like, Boop. Like it was just like, like a bang, and I was like ah, and then my whole I literally like Kate like I wasn't passed out, but I was just so shocked that like one minute I was just standing by a fence, and then the next minute I was on my ass, and then I just had like a completely <laughs> dead arm, and it was so embarrassing. I was like oh my god, like what did that look like to everybody else? Like I'm, one minute I'm just like by a fence, and then the next minute oh, and I probably made a really she's dead stupid noise. Yeah, she's gone. Um, so yeah. One of my mum's friends put a fork in the toaster the other day. And I, I know, I know, I know. I know. I feel like I feel like that's a pretty big like that is the one thing as a kid that you learn is a real no. no Can no, I no, ask no. a question? This morning I was trying to get my bagel out the toaster and I thought, what happens if using my hands, because you know I've got asbestos hands, I feel nothing probably due to the amount of electric shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That actually makes a lot of sense. This nerve damage. Anyway, I put my hands in the toaster to like pick out my bagel because it got all stuck and sometimes it does. And I thought, oh my God, I wonder if my rings touch the toaster. Oh. Am I a goner? Oh, good, good. Actually, very good point. Thank you. That's a really good point. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google that now. Because it's exactly the same thing as putting a knife in, right? Well, yeah. It depends what rings you wear. Because if you've got, like, I don't know, like, my wedding ring's platinum, so I probably haven't got a platinum fork because that would be really excessive. I don't think Ikea sells those. <laughs> but then, Imagine. you know, like, other metals, like that, you know, like, I don't know what what metal is. Silver? But forks aren't silver. Forks would be like, what's what's a fork? Aluminium? No. What's uh, a fork? Steel? <laughs> Is it? What? <laughs> are what? I don't forks know. made of? Okay, a lot of people have Googled that. That's made me feel better. Knives, forks, and spoons. Yes, Al, are normally made from stainless steel. Okay, uh, what happens if you put your hand in the toaster? With 
rings on. Yeah, that's it's nothing. It just is all coming up about knives, which is all very well and good. But like... right, we need a scientist. Do we have any STEM listeners? I mean, probably women in STEM have got better things to be doing than listening to a couple of fucking morons. Do you know what though? We ha- we do have very clever listeners. I feel like we might get a response on this. You know. Okay, what happens if you put a ring, like your hand, in the toaster? That's with your ring on it. Yeah, can you let us know, please? Am I taking my life in my hands every time I make a bagel? Because that might change everything. You know, I once put a tin of baked beans in the microwave. Oh, yeah, no bad. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing when you do these things. It happened in, like, slow motion. My friend was like, yeah, no. (laughs) And then this, like, fire started in the microwave. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, whoops. Honestly, my pot, like, it's a wonder that I survived, as, like, that I'm okay. Like, when I actually think back to, like, all, I know. The thing, all the things I've put in places that shouldn't have gone there. Like, it I told you about the time really I put is. my hand in the electric whisk. Nearly lost these three fingers. <laughs> it was oh, really bad. I just oh, wanted to see what would happen. How oh, it was really bad. That is bad. It was really bad. And I was, like, 14. See, that's what scares me about having children. Is I was 14. Like I was an adult. <laughs> I know. You just don't want to meet my mum. My mum was on the phone to her friend when I did it, and I was baking, and she said, she was, she still brings it up now. It's been, like, 15 years. And she was like, and I, she was like, she was like, I was watching you, and I just thought she won't. But she was like, she could literally see the cogs in my head turning. Like, she's not going to do that. She's not going to do that. And then I was like, what? And then I just did it. She's going to do like, that. My mum was like, I have to go. And like, I was like, she's like, why did you do that? I was like, I don't. No, I just have no impulse control at all. And when I get curious, I'm like, okay. So I think I'm like, yeah, I think I'm growing out of it. I hope. I haven't done anything like that for a while. Fingers crossed because I can't be asked to. Well, we're lucky I can cross my fingers, to be honest. I'm lucky I've got any fingers left at all. I did break these three on this hand getting them. Yeah, anyway, I won't go into it. We won't go into it. I just haven't, yeah, I've I've just got no impulse control at all. Oh well, I'm fine. So I have another. I have another embarrassing story. Hit me. Okay, I have just listened to Monday's episode, which was brilliant. Of course, I have to say I love the podcast. We love you too. And your puffin penguin discussion has reminded me of an utterly embarrassing experience on national TV, no less. Good. That I thought that I thought you'd enjoy. <laughs> we like to like up the stakes of embarrassment. 100%. So national TV is perfect. Thank you. Um, when I was at uni and had lots of free time, I went on ITV's tipping point. <gasps> During you the... didn't. I have so many questions. She did. My brother she and sister did. are obsessed with Ben Shepherd. <laughs> so during the round where you have to buzz in, there was a question which started, which black and white seabird? And I buzzed in and said very confidently, penguin. Ben Shepherd looked at me with absolute dismay and finished the question with something like, can be found off the coast of Northern England and Scotland. Mortifying. I live in fear that the episode will be repeated and every time puffins come up in a conversation, my mum says, or is it a penguin, Emma? Puffins are not my friend. You know what? That could be way worse. See, because I don't know where puffins are found, I don't know where penguins are found. I don't necessarily see the embarrassment in this. Just yet. See, because I'm fanatical about puffins, I admire yeah. and adore them. Um, I but but when you think of a black and white seabird, you think of a penguin. Like, what's that joke? What's black and white and red all over? People say a sunburned penguin. Well, I would have said a seagull. Or a I newspaper. Think. That's a, no, they're grey and white. Although, and white. Uh, although. On my day on the boat, when I saw the puffins that I didn't see, um, and when I saw the puffin statues, I did learn about the black back gull, which is like a seagull, 
but with a black okay. back. And they're horrible okay. because they eat the guillemot eggs. And now guillemots are endangered in the Isle of Man. And maybe it's the guillemots. I think it's the guillemots. Anyway, and the black back gulls eat their eggs. And they're real pests, actually. They're real twats, actually. And are they? Yeah, and they're black and white. The seagulls are grey and white. But you could be another answer could have been the black back gull. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would that's have been what I was so say, brave actually. if like, Ben Shepherd would be like, shut the fuck up. I can't believe you got to go on tipping. I've, I've got so many more it. questions about it. Okay, do you know the concept? I don't know what it is. Right. No. So, you know when you go to like an arcade and it's like yeah. an arcade and there's like, there's the machine with all the pennies on yeah. the like shelf and then there's another Love shelf that. and the shelves move like this and then you Love go that. on tipping point and then you answer questions and if you get it right you drop like a ball or something I actually haven't really watched it closely but I've been aware of it on and then it drops like a ball or something and then I actually can't watch quiz shows and I tell you why it's because of the second hand embarrassment of things like what's happened to our lovely listener I can't mm. I, I can't bear it I like mastermind because it's I like people confidently knowing shit and that's it. Like, I can't watch The Chase or any of that because I'm just like, no. it's just so embarrassing if you get it wrong oh. and I can't sit here and watch it. And also, when people take the minus offer, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. It makes me so angry. Ben Shep- if I'm thinking of the right person, Ben Shepard is a very attractive man, right? He's got white teeth. <laughs> is Ben Shepard a dish? Bradley Walsh. Oh is yeah, lovely. Ben Shepherd's a very attractive man. Bradley Walsh isn't so attractive, but he's very charismatic, and I really like him. Bradley Walsh. Does he host the chase? He hosts the chase. Yeah, he's hilarious, and yeah. he says, "Gotta be in it." all the time and so me and my brother and sister say gotta be in it all the time and my mum <laughs> <laughs> gotta be in it yeah Ben Shepherd's. I mean he's right oh my god have you seen that photo of him in the gold shorts no but I'm looking now <laughs> just type in Ben Shepherd gold shorts As I want to ask the person with the puffin if this has taken the turn that you thought it would <laughs> wow yes they are they are gold shorts bloody hell they are gold shorts I don't think I've ever seen a man in shorts. They're an odd length. They're an odd length. They should have been shorter. <laughs> they should. Shorts have to be shorts have to be a certain length or else they're weird. I think men's shorts should be shorter. Yeah. I think men's jean shorts. Well, I actually I've got really strong feelings about jean shorts on men. But I think if they're going to wear them, they should be shorter. I think when they go down to their knees, I'm Do like, you? what's happening? Yeah. Also. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. They're just so long. Why are women's ones, like, right up the crack? That's true, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's 100% true. Do you know what I really want, actually? I want a pair of linen, linen shorts that come down to, like, just above the knee. I, yes. just, I don't know. I've seen them I would look people. I've seen them on Molly Campsey, who I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I, I do. I love, I love Molly's style. Her style. But I love Molly's style in the sense that I could never wear Molly's style because I'd look so silly. Really? I don't think you would. I think you could. I think you could. I think she'd, she'd wear shorts like that. I couldn't wear shorts like that. I think everyone I think would think I was going I through something. I think everyone would be like, you okay? <laughs> imagine me in linen shorts that went down to the knee. I'll just imagine it. Close your eyes and picture it. I'm, see- I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it with like a bodysuit. And I think it, and they're high-waisted. And I think it would be a really cool look, actually. So No. 
I think I, well, I tell you what I've learned about myself recently. I have a very short torso. And do you know how I learned this? About 40,000 people have told me after I put that video of me <laughs> trying those skins control pants on Instagram and the video went viral oh, and has been viewed like over a million times. And still, I put this up months ago and like literally in April and still every day I get at least 10 messages saying you have a really, you, you just have a really short torso or you should have sized up. And it literally makes me want to throw my phone out the window. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's so... So, yeah, that's a new detail. That's probably why I'd look stupid in knee-length linen shorts. If you buy some, can I try yours on? And we'll give it, everyone a okay. nice laugh. Yeah. If yeah. I wore those shorts that Ben Shepherd was wearing, I'd look so silly. I have to wear short shorts. I have to wear short shorts. And that's going to have to happen even when I'm and old and I'm people say that I'm mutton much. dressed as lamb. See, but I think, because I, right, so I've got a long torso and shorter legs, like proportionally. Interesting. And I feel like that makes shorts weirder for those people. I don't know. Now I'm confused. Now th- that is too much for my mind to put together. Never mind. It's, okay, it's let's find a pair of linen shorts and we'll both try them on and see who they okay. look fucking stupid on. And I know what the answer okay. will be. It'll be me. We might have a bit of time after our meeting tomorrow. We'll go and find some linen shorts and try them on. It, that has got Zara written all over it. They love it. It they, does, doesn't they, it? Yeah, it they, does. Would they love, love they linen shorts. We'll try this tomorrow, okay? We'll find a Zara yeah. and we'll try linen okay. shorts on and I guarantee I'll look like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll document it. Okay, thank you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening, and we are going to see you again on Monday. I don't know why I I said that as if it was a question because we will <laughs> it's see been you on Monday. Eight months of every yep. single Monday. See you. I'll, yeah, see you tomorrow. I'm that photo of Ben Shepherd in the gold shorts is going to be my new phone background. It's going to have to take over from my wedding picture. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that's something we got out of today's app. Um, okie dokie, guys. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? Is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Uh-huh.